Day 93 under the dome. With necessities growing dangerously low, who knows what spark will set off this powder keg. I can't take another minute in this dome! First of its kind, the first dome. Anywhere. Anywhere. Dome with Infomania, folks. The world's greatest freestyle rap and comedy podcast. We have some special guests, Frankie Marcos and Yetta. Yes, sir. Shout out, Frankie. We we connected on Instagram. I forget how. I think you didn't you DM me about a shirt. Yeah, yeah. I got what's a up, random. What's up with that? I don't understand. What's up with that? I post polls a lot because it gets a lot of engagement. And then uh, I was like, anybody want some merch? And then you said yes. And I was like, oh, what can I get you? <laughs> and you're like, I'll take a hoodie. Can they, I? You want to do my podcast too? Yeah, that's what happened. Okay. Dave is always looking for free stuff. I'm it, son yeah. of a bitch. Well, I don't think it was free. I think you you were no, selling it was merch. Six thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was I was oh, do installment plans. I was I short see. five thousand nine. <laughs> no five. Yeah, five thousand nine hundred dollars. I was short. So we took a rain check on that. But we appreciate you guys coming. Frankie's a fucking. Uh, comedian and uh, our first Mexican Filipino comedian on the podcast. So this is a big moment for are you, us. Are you sure he's our first? I don't think we've had other Mexican Filipinos. <laughs> yeah. I don't think we've had any. Of that. Not, op- not we, openly Mexican Filipino. We haven't Filipino. had yeah. comedians technically either. You've probably had like six trillion Mexicans, but no yeah. Mexican and Filipino. We've had a bunch of Mexicans on. Honestly, yeah, see? There's, <laughs> there's too many of them. And our, honestly, too many. Mexicans. Our first we Australian. Need to down the amount of Mexicans we have. Oh yeah, there you go. Are you first Australian? Aussie. Or you're just from Australia? I'm from Australia. Damn, dude. Oh, man. <laughs> the accent is, is very light. I'm a little disappointed. I was hoping, I was hoping it'd be heavy, uh, full just, Steve just, Irwin. Just do it for them. Do it. Maybe do it. I might want to save it for later. Maybe I'll maybe I'll crank it out That's later. Not it's not bad. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got validation yeah. from a guy right, who's mate. Australian. You're all right, mate. Frankie has a good one, though. <laughs> let's Yo, hear it. Well, let's just do the rest of the pod like this. No, <laughs> I wouldn't be able to do Come that. Come on, Dave. You can do one, can't you? I can't. No, I'm not doing it. Just say cunt. 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 There we go. Yeah. Cunt. But you say cunt like can't. Cunt. I found cunt. I caught I, I, I got the I got to this uh, level of uh, um, expertise on the accent just by watching news, Australian news and just sort of repeating what they said back right. to me. So it's easy to do, Dave. Come on. You Australian can, you can news he means a Aussie porn star. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's I've why watched, I mostly know. Oh God! Oh God! I've been watching right a lot there. of breaking news lately. Uh, how long have you been doing comedy, Frankie? Ten years. Ten years. That's a that's a solid number right there. Yeah, it's a special number because I feel like at ten you kind of start finding your voice, quote unquote. And uh, hey, yo, been doing comedy a decade. Yeah, now I get paid every time I hear the beat. I just slay. Uh, yeah, I swear I don't play. I don't know if he knew that we were going to rap today. Okay, yo. <laughs> no, been doing comedy for a decade plus. Before that, I was just another face on the bus. You know I'm Whoa. over here. Yeah, I make them crack up. Yeah, they bust out laughing. Yeah, you know you can't. That's tough. Yeah, make them crack up. Doing crack and stuff. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's tough when I'm fucking... On the on the bluff, fucking. I mean, <laughs> we gotta get some raps from our comedian pals that are on the pod, son. I don't know, Every dude. time, yo, it would be awesome. You know, they got some improv chops, son. We got some improv chops and some pork chops. Woo. Bitch, I'm trying to get more. I'm trying to snort mas. Ooh. Get some cocaina from a bad chick. <laughs> Give a fuck about the rest. She a bad bitch. Damn. She's been a banger in like two <laughs> seconds. Straight Hell up with yeah. the Spanish immediately, <laughs> dude. That's what I'm talking Out about. Out the okay. gate, mijo. Okay. Pretty good, dude. Next time, I need I need you to just come in off the top. So, but usually, <laughs> the beginning is difficult. So I feel like we're we're starting off at a decent baseline. There's a warm up period for yeah. sure. It's, uh, it's palpable. Okay, comedy for a decade. What like what was the the beginning like? Was it just very sad open mics and shit like that? Of course. By the way, it feels like low-key five fingers of death just because I haven't dusted off the freestyle cobwebs <laughs> in a hot minute. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, oh, damn, it's been so long. But no. anyway, yeah, the beginning part is uh, like my first set, uh, my, my, my homie Rodney, he's a world-ranked chef. So he told me at work, what what the fuck are you doing here running food? Like you should be doing comedy, clearly. Oh, so you were you were a funny guy off the off the top. Yeah, I got most funny in middle school and high school. I knew it since elementary. It's what I wanted to do, you know? Okay, so it's been a lifelong calling. 
Yeah, and I've been a lifelong pussy not doing it <laughs> until I turned 22. You bro, know? bombing is is a terrible. I've I've bombed at like a shitty open mic. I think bombing at an open mic is even sadder than bombing in front of a real audience because yeah. well, yeah, the people at the open mic are almost there. They sort of. Uh, they cheer you on even if you suck because everyone in the audience is also a comedian just waiting for their turn. So if you're not good enough for them even to be positively motivating you, it's 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 super sad. So yeah, comedy is one of the few things, I think it's similar to music, that makes you feel so good when it goes well and it actually makes you feel homicidal when it goes poorly. <laughs> it like I yeah. would have been better off just not hearing any comedy than hearing bad comedy. After hearing bad comedy, I'm like, well, now I'm I'm worse. Yeah, I came to feel better, and I'm actually worse than I was when I first entered. My baseline has reduced. Yeah, yeah. Performing bad stand up is like you have a flaccid dick the whole time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and there's a hot chick that. just in front of you. That's, yeah. Well, that's why this I, doesn't happen. All I swear to God, this doesn't happen. <laughs> that's why I always take Viagra before I do a tight five. Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> That's what but I call my girlfriend's you, pussy. You guys, oh, okay. <laughs> I wonder if that's a compliment. It's a five. It's tight, tight five. That, that's, that's a compliment. That, I heard, I heard five tight out and five? I was like, yeah, yeah, something yeah. Like that. It but always it, gets you done in five minutes. That's a compliment. Yeah, yeah. I think. Five minutes would be like five times longer than I usually last. Damn, you flexing. Wow, all right. You're flexing. Yeah, <laughs> bro. I got to get my numbers up. Jeez. Um, <laughs> Are you guys are both comedians? Yeah. Okay, awesome, awesome. I'm. I'm. Since we're on the topic of it, uh, I wouldn't mind hearing about if a historical bomb, like a bomb that changed your life. If you got one, like I'm, I'm a big fan of of, of those stories. <laughs> I got a Chinese scroll of all the bombs that I got. <laughs> uh, one of my favorite bombs was I got booked to do a performance at a a book fair flex and uh, <laughs> scholastic. Yeah, <laughs> I Get wish the free pizza. Hut I pizza? wish. Yeah, not even that high. <laughs> It was like some guy promoting his book, and the guy is a little Spectrum-y, if I'm being honest. And uh, All right. Yeah, David worked for Spectrum. Nice. Fuck yeah. It's <laughs> not, not good. <laughs> On the Spectrum. Yeah, you know me, and it's awesome. Yeah, neurological me. Mm, I'm neurodivergent. Yo, you know it's urgent for me to hop on the beat and get it like a surgeon. Yo. What's awesome about autism is, uh, yeah, I take it like a catechism. Uh, yeah, I'm a fucking spaz. Neurodivergent like my dad. It's not that bad. It's you not that autism? bad having ADHD. Yeah, nope. they play, they try to play me like MP3s, Woo. but I went back in like DVD, just Kendrick on the beat. Give oh, a fuck damn. about me, I'm about to get up in the cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, got some impressions. <laughs> I'm, I'm damn impressed with. Yo, that's a first, bitch. God damn. You got autism? Well, me, I got giatism. Yeah, listen, Whoa. it's for free. David I'm, almost broke his damn chair just now. <laughs> Maybe you should latch in the, the freaking... <laughs> I thought it was latched in. Dude, your Kendrick is on. Dude. Yeah, dude. I appreciate that, Fambo. <laughs> All right, dude. So he's going to do the rest of the episode as Kendrick. I'll be Australian. And uh, David, what can you do? What can you do, David? I, I, I'll impersonate a not funny Middle Eastern guy. Um <laughs> It's Kendrick from the High Power Days. Yeah, that it's yeah, that Kendrick. Se section eighty. Yeah, damn, dude, that was that was impressive. Yeah. Like, I'm, still, I'm oh, taking really? it back. Yeah, honestly, yeah. I, just, I, I just need a minute. Drop my best impression. I could I could do a lot of rappers: Drake, Rick Ross, Lil Wayne. But but Kendrick is the best one. Okay, Bro, so you you came in with your clothes. It just felt now. appropriate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to tank the rest of the show. That's the goal. <laughs> it would be <laughs> low key though. It would be pretty impressive if uh, you know if if uh, you know, a beat that's coming along. I don't know which one, but if it sounds like Drake, maybe try it. I want to hear it. I want to hear yeah, some yeah. of these impressions. There's a, there's a Drake type beat in there coming up. So oh, okay, there you go. Okay. Yeah. 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 Damn, oh yeah. I, <laughs> I can already it. hear it. <laughs> what about um Oh, the you know you, you were going to tell the bomb story. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Okay, so I got it was a book for 100 bucks. I pull up to the school or the book fair and uh so the the place where I'm performing, there's a panel with like six people and they're talking about saving the environment. So okay. a very serious audience of like 40 people. Yeah, yeah. So I'm up after them. I got to follow nobility and uh Nobility I, is, is is a guy, a I, group? No, no, no. Like, 
that should be their name, but they're the noble people that are trying to save the, the planet. <laughs> the, the nobility. I yeah, the okay. nobility. What? <laughs> I thought they were. this was like a group. <laughs> it sounds like it. It, it already does. sounds like Nobility a, is playing at the Kia Forum yeah. this weekend. For yeah. that, that like self-titling your organization or group that, it doesn't sound like a good environment for comedy already. No. no. So they're talking about saving the planet, and then I go up after them. And after they're done, the audience leaves. There's like four people left. Okay, that's... Um, yeah, that's what you want. Yeah, and yeah. I start doing my stuff, and there's like a 12-year-old girl, and she starts heckling. Like, when are you going to start being funny? I was like, your mom doesn't love you. Your parents, oh, yeah. like, just right to the throat. Like, I'm trying to rip out her yeah, throat. Yeah. You're not one of these classy guys <laughs> no. who, who deals with a heckler. A 12-year-old well, heckler no. is crazy. That's a psychopath. That's a future something. Yeah. She's a bitch. No, you know what's funny yeah. is that a lot of kids are cute, but most of them aren't. Right. And these twelve-year-olds fucking suck. So I get it, bro. Yeah, getting, fuck twelve-year-olds. Getting in, <laughs> fuck twelve-year-olds. <laughs> Literally, yeah. Uh, Epstein's Island. Uh, damn, David. Come Sorry. On. I, so I, she at goes, least he's being topical. Yeah. So so check this out. On top of that, she's heckling. I'm just talking shit. And then while that's happening, they get over the loudspeaker and they go, "We have a missing child. His name is Jordan. He's wearing a white shirt with sharks on it." It was like, the, what it, was the, the it was the twelve-year-old at the front. I yeah. wish it was. I'm like, I wish they would have kidnapped you, Yo. bitch. I wish it was that you. That would have been good. You could have been like, ah, I wish that was you on yeah. the thing. <laughs> they found the kid. Nothing happened, by the way. That's funny. I, I, you can't. There's no like coming back at a 12 year old really very effectively. Right. No matter what, I feel like you look like the bad guy. Right. Because you can't. You can't yeah. keep it together. It, you it, can't be the bigger man. Especially if you're already bombing. Because. For all you know, the rest of the audience agrees with this twelve-year-old. They just—they're adults and they have the wherewithal not to say, not to be like, "Yo, you suck." Well, I think that's a very a weird thing about the early days of stand-up is doing stand-up in places that aren't meant for stand-up. Yeah, like you're so desperate to get on stage mm -hmm. those beginning years that you fucking will take anything and it's similar to music at the mm -hmm. beginning days of, of trying to be a rapper it's embarrassing you don't want anybody to know that you're doing it but you need to promote yourself and then you need to get on stage it's not as important to get on stage as a musician in fact it's almost self-serving as a musician the earliest days to get on stage because you could just get better in your fucking house but um getting on stage for four people is such a humbling experience. Yeah. And uh, I think it's harder to make four people laugh than 40. Yeah. Absolutely. Because the, you have more odds of there being a few in the 40. So doing a, that, the fact that you have to do these shitty rooms is so demoralizing. I, if you only have four people in the crowd, I feel like <clears throat> you might as well be on Zoom. Yo, there's barely any people in this motherfucking room. Yo, I might as well be doing this shit from home Yeah, you know, welcome to the podcast called Dome Shit, I could fucking get four people as an Uber driver I make these ladies laugh and I'm alive, sir Yeah, I got a laugh from an old hag And now I feel great, I'm gonna move back to Baghdad Move back to Baghdad and hit a granny from the back yep. I'm about to hit that shit, replace her hips and give her a heart attack Whoa. Yeah, I'm fucking with her to jazz Bitch Fuck you and your dad. Fuck your dad. I don't like that dude. Fuck and I'm saying this shit. And I don't mean to be rude. But oh. if you come to my show, you better bring like two people at least. Because I'm not trying to be screwed. Fighting grannies, snorting plan B. Yeah, you hey. know, that's not what the plan B. <laughs> okay. Snorting plan B, man. <laughs> Some women are going to feel that. You know what I mean? In the heart. Banging a line of plan B. <laughs> Banging. Probably wouldn't work, but I like the I like the uh, the thought of it, you know. Yeah, no, I mean, that's I, before you go out in Vegas, you do that shit. Yeah, snort a plan. <laughs> that's some, I feel like that's some shit that that Theo Vaughn would say. I you feel know, like he, yeah. he says weird shit that doesn't make any sense in passing. I feel like that's a you know how like uh, the, it's it's kind of widely known that Steve Jobs used to just pull up his car to like just the front of the building and let it get towed and then he would just take the ticket and pay for it or whatever. I wonder if there are some people like that with plan B. They're just like, yeah, whatever, I got you here. They, they come to the girl's house with the pill yeah, yeah, yeah. and they're just like, toss it at them after they're done. Yeah, just take this, we're good. <laughs> Bye. And then they just start nutting everywhere. Well, the nutting has already happened. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. You, unless, I, that would be, that's, you give the plan B pre-nut. <laughs> That's, that's crazy. If she David. accepts the plan B. Now I'm clear to nut. I'm nutting on the couch. What is this? Uh, it's plan B. I'm gonna nut it. That's that's the bottom line. Uh, so I bought this for you.
Damn, that's romantic. No, yeah, we're we're gentlemen. Well, well, Valentine's Day is coming up, and uh, <laughs> I wanted to say I'm open. Uh, ladies out there that are listening, our many female listeners, uh, hit me up. I'm I'm I need a Valentine. According- they must get hella hyped like to sell Plan B around Valentine's Day. Like they probably crush it, and then after February, it's like the spirit store. Like they don't sell shit anymore. Yeah, yeah, that's like their their high season. <laughs> the day after yeah. the day after Valentine's, the Plan B is all fifty percent off. <laughs> yeah. I think the problem with <laughs> with Plan B is the the cost. It's too expensive. Right. I think you drop fifty bucks on a pill. If Plan B, if you got the cost of Plan B down to ten dollars, dude, I would just be fucking. That would be. Um, I actually it fucks with you too much. Get it to match the Molly prices, and you'll be slaying. Yeah, yeah. It. just oh. have them mix them. Yeah, Molly and Plan B. Well, they oh, dude. positively reward the the abortionist behavior. We got want- a new business. <laughs> Trademark that business. Oh, now yeah. we need this to legalize Molly. Well, now I'm thinking that there <laughs> is probably a market for selling uh, Plan B as you know under the table. I'd like just. You could undercut the pharmacies by just twenty bucks. Sell it for twenty instead of forty, oh, and right, boom, dude. you're slinging yeah. Plan they B. Got, they got Plan B in Australia. <laughs> Thank God. <Good> <laughs> What, what is there anything different about it? Like they got flavor. It's upside down or something. I don't know. What, what about what about the abortion industry in Australia? They got Planned Parenthood over there. Um, no, they don't. Yeah, tell him really? about. He was telling me hella shit like that's way different out there. Like we were talking about the seventy thirty. Tell him about that. What's the seventy thirty? Like when they like divorce and all that. Oh yeah, um, single moms. That's what we're talking about, right? Yeah, single moms get like hell, like a lot of money. Fuck, dude. From the government. That's sick. A yeah. lot. A lot. Tell them, like... Give us some numbers. Really? Around, like, uh, 1K a fortnight. Uh, oh, so that's, like, $7? A, I a can't G believe you just said Fortnite. <laughs> Yo, that, that is so... That's dude, authentic right 2, there. 2000 a month yeah. per kid. So they're having like three kids on purpose, three, yeah. four, five. They're just so four just kids now, them. y'all. Giving birth. Five kids now, so y'all. The, the government's your that's sugar crazy. daddy, basically. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's how, that's we have something similar in America for sure. Um, but it, I wonder if that's like, is that kind of the vibe? Is it usually the uh, uh, like underprivileged, the more uh, poor folks that are taking advantage of that? And, and is that like, oh, a, absolutely. oh yeah. yeah, yeah. That's kind of how it is out here when too, for sure. When he <laughs> said that his friend was Australian, I assumed you were white. White, yeah. <laughs> Everyone does. What the fuck is up with that? Dude, are there, I didn't know there were black people in Australia. No yeah. one does. No one did. I swear to God. Everyone thinks it's a white dude. I've, I've seen enough yeah. Australian media to know that there's a few black fellas in Australia. <laughs> yeah. Blokes. Um, what Asian, about, too. There's Asians in Australia? Yeah. Well, I guess there's immigration. People fucking immigrate to yeah. Australia, and then they live there, and then they're Australian. Well, no Latinos, though. I'm, I'm Palestinian. You're Palestinian? Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, cool. It is pretty cool. There's honestly. some Middle Eastern people too. <laughs> oh, there's a lot. There's a lot. Like most of the barbers are. No, yeah, they're like cockroaches. Dude, yeah, the barbers everywhere. are the Dominicans. Of- hey, coach away. Let me line you up real quick, fool. And then you know I got. I'm gonna go feel real good. Oh yeah. Hey, coach, hermano, gonna eat some tacos and then walk out of here feeling cubano. Thank God, David can at least do an impression of a Cuban man. Like, oh, yeah, oh yeah, God exactly. damn, yo. But you know he can't do that Australian. If I was at the barber, I need lined up, friend. Line me up, man. Line up these holes. I'm about to fuck them holes at the club, yo. Break that back. Break them hips, break your whole spine, bitch. Finish her. Goddamn. me, compa. I'm in Australia, eating <laughs> on a bitch Azalea. Uh, that white girl with the ass. Oh yeah, she look good real fast. Mmm, Azalea. I prefer Azalea Banks. What you think, yo? Two one two, yo. That shit is. It doesn't stink. It's actually pretty good, yo. It's. I don't know. It's, I lost it. That shit don't smell. Oh, here we go. All right, all right, we're back. We're back. <laughs> saved, saved by the fade. Thank God. I forget that uh, Iggy Azalea is Australian. Well, yeah, because she's doing a weird ass black voice. Yeah, that is a little strange. A yeah. full career off of a black scent is crazy. That's yeah. like. Well, no, it's black bruh. scent. It's black scent with the butt lift. So, like, if she was a, it was she was just a flat ass. The black scent wouldn't work, but because she got the butt, it's yeah. like, should I let this black scent did, slide? Did you say it's not natural? Yeah. I thought it was. I don't think it is. Is it natural? The I butt? I think it is, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if it's natural. A lot of people like to claim BBL, but like they, they're ignoring those genetics, you know? Some okay, well, re- regardless, that. I'm saying a lady with a fat ass can do literally anything. She could be a yeah, Nazi yeah. and I'd be like, I'm still going to hit it. <laughs> you think <laughs> there were any yeah. like Nazis that could get it? 
I think I've heard some. <laughs> Definitely. I've, hey, you think Ava Braun? me a beaner while Ava I Ava Braun had care. a jumper? <laughs> I, I prefer that. <laughs> yeah. I can't nut unless you call me a beaner. <laughs> oh, you, my, you must have been dating Amy Schumer. I guess. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I make my girl call me the N-word every time we're having sex. <laughs> Do you guys watch racist porn? Racist porn? Oh, that's a category? Uh, I, the, oh, shit. Are you talking about like race play stuff? Where, no, like, the, like racist porn. You're talking about blacked.com? No, 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 no nah, not, not featuring another race, <laughs> but I think I, you're full you on like race, like, like slave play or something, or like you just talking yeah. about okay. What? No. I don't watch it. I'm just saying it's there. I, just, I know it wild. exists. That's that's got to be a level of depravity. Uh, first of all, to be a viewer, but also to be the person participating. I feel like yeah, it's, it's the the oppressed race that is probably enjoying the porn. Usually, oh, you think yes. so? Yes. It's like how some women have rape fantasies. I feel ah. like I feel like it's some racist white guy. That's no, I don't. Like, th- there's no getting way. off. Yeah, like, I don't know. There's an old O and A bit. Um, I don't know of, uh, if any of you guys have listened to Opie and Anthony back in the day, but they never mind. You know what? Let's not get into that. <laughs> it was some race play shit, and it was bad. <laughs> Let's just get onto that. You, YouTube's gonna fucking <laughs> look shadow up, ban this. Look up heavy. Louis C.K. Opie and Anthony. A race play. Yeah, just you, watch yeah. this other thing that's better than this. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, actually, don't look that up. No, pull it up. What's his name? The Joe Rogan's assistant. Pull it up. I, pull yeah, it up, yeah. Jamie. we I, need a Jamie. Yeah. I actually, I'm I'm our Jamie. our roommate uh, Richard, who's hiding in this room over here, acting like we're not over here doing the greatest show of all time. I told him today, I was like, quit your job, come down here, be our producer, nice, and then just be an Uber driver. Hell yeah, and Jamie slash Uber driver. Bro, here's the thing. I quit my job recently because I fucking was depressed. And I had to start Uber driving, but flex. You straight up can just riff in the car yeah. with strangers. I get laughs, not from nice. the highest like intellectual people in the country, but I don't you'll care. Get there. You'll I don't get care there. who's laughing. If some if some random white dude is laughing, I, it's a win. It has been yeah. a, a whole week. Do you have any updates on the Uber? Any any interesting passengers? Okay, or, uh... I've been taking short trips because I got an electric car and I don't want to burn the miles. And mm-hmm. technically, you get a better rate when you do short trips. So if you do a mile for five bucks, that's good. And then if he tips you a dollar, that's fucking a twenty percent tip. So you just wait, you're not answering my. Okay, question. I'm speeding up. So I took a short trip. I took a short trip. Some guy. First off, he comes outside. I'm parked right there, and he calls me, and he's like, "Where you at?" And I'm like, making eye contact with him. I'm like, "I'm right here, dude." So he's not observant. He gets in the car. Because they tell you what type of car. Right. I'm like, app. it's not, whatever. Is it the middle of the night? It's dark. Okay. And he's black, so I couldn't see him. Oh, okay. That's a mutual, <laughs> all right, mutual so, confusion. But the car is like fucking silver. Like it's shining. You know what okay. I'm saying? Anyways, he gets in the car and I start driving and he goes, no music? Whoa. I'm driving a mile. You should immediately put on the... Um, California girls from rush hour in that moment. I (laughs) don't ever touch a black man's radio. That's my Chris Tucker. I I'm, I'm driving a mile, dude. Just fucking look at your phone and stop being a bitch. But I'm like, Oh, I could play some music. And then I go to play music. And he's like, (laughs) play Tyler, the creator. Okay. And I'm like, Oh, I'm going to be a hater because you're fucking lame. (laughs) And you're acting real strange. I'm not going to lie. That's a pretty good suggestion, man. Tyler, the creator, he's impressive. Damn. Yo, he could jam. He's on there. Yo, you don't. You got to understand. Tyler, the creator, hella gay, <laughs> serving waiters. But more than the carne, he's serving pito. Yeah, we about to punk your ass like Debo. Woo. I'm pretty sure Tyler is by, and that's fine. But listen, I didn't like this guy that was sitting in the back of my fly-ass whip. I wanted to fucking feed him to the dicks. Tyler the creator, <laughs> more like Byler the creator, because he's by. I guess I just learned that. That's cool, in fact. Yeah, and Tyler the creator, that dude can rap. That dude can rap. That dude can clap. That dude could spit the historical facts. <laughs> Listen, old old Tyler, I was fine with. Like you could do you could do a pre whatever. I don't know all the albums. Pre Cherry Bomb, before Cherry Bomb, he was fine. 
Cherry Bomb was a flop in my opinion. And then the Flower Boy shit was with the gay controversy. Whatever. This dude is playing new Tyler, which to me is gay and condescending like he said. He said gay, not condescending. But it's condescending. <laughs> hey, it's, it's still really good music, bro. It's, like, it's, Tyler yeah. Creator. You don't listen to Tyler the Creator. What I, the fuck are you doing I right know, now? I know. I've heard the album. I've right. listened to the album. Okay, but it's not, I know it's really good. It's technically good, but I don't enjoy listening to it. And people who do enjoy listening to it in my opinion, are not fucking uh, smart enough. You're, people, you're sounding like DJ Khaled right now. The point now, is, bro. I, I, it's too mysterious for David's to, ass. I, I went to play uh, fucking lo-fi beats, and he was like, uh, "Play Tyler," and I was like, "Oh, oh, I don't know what Tyler he wants." Like, if, if I play Yonkers, no, you should have immediately played to, old Tyler. I was gonna play old Tyler, but then he was like. Uh, uh, let me pick a song. So I fucking hand this dude my phone. This man who was probably fucking fisting his ass a moment ago is touching <laughs> a, my fucking phone. That's a good assumption. And then he starts playing new Tyler, and I'm and since we're so close to the destination, the GPS keeps interrupting the song. So it's like Tyler's like, yeah, I fucking fuck a guy, okay, and I'm well, gay. And then the, all the of a sudden, it's like, turn left on uh, Marietta. And then I turn, and then it's like, yeah, I used to love dudes before, but now I still do. You should have Make a left. You, fucking, you know why, don't, why don't you have... Uh, the aux available for them to plug their own phone into because it's a fucking weird like tesla knockoff so like there is no aux like you only play music through carplay or bluetooth there's re really there's literally no way that any sort of connection could be made from the phone to the i could phone. probably get like a USB-C to aux cable and then plug it in that way i'm not gonna lie man i thought this was gonna be a better story Bro, I made it. I made it. I made it interesting. I made it interesting. What are you fucking talking about? I had a. I had a couple things that were interesting the whole way through. Go fuck yourself. Tyler, bro. a guy wanted to play Tyler the Creator in my car. That's the end of story. <laughs> I was pissed about it. All I could think about was like that um, freestyle he did on Phone Class. Yeah. Did you guys think about? Was that the one where he was like, uh, "Can't see inward in the dark, dark bark bark"? No, no. It was he, really he says "fucking oh. butts" or something like that at one point. He, he goes, oh, "Me and me yeah, and Flex right. looking for buff neck n words <laughs> with like yeah to have yeah, yeah. hot whoa, butt whoa. sex." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's the funniest one that I thought he that had is, on there. Yeah. Yes. Okay, but because <laughs> he included Flex, yes. he was hella uncomfortable. Yeah, he yeah, said, yeah. "It's me and you looking for buff neck mother to have hot butt sex." He was like, "Yo, yo." <laughs> no, but black dudes that notoriously not comfortable with gay humor. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> that's that. That is hilarious, though. I'm glad he went there. That that's kind of a legendary clip, at right? The end but of it's the day. it's the most hack thing to fucking freestyle about. Like we fucking well, he did to, it way better than we do it. We no, just I'm like, just what saying, can like, I say? I, I guess that I'm gay. Like that's all we do. He I, went really hard just, on the dude, bar. What are you fucking gay for, Tyler? Why do you keep defending Tyler? <laughs> I, I, I think that you could, you it was this was a bad faith take on Tyler the Creator. You know what I mean? No, I, I think, gotta keep you honest here. No, I think Tyler is fine, and if he wants to be on this podcast, he's more than welcome to. But I'm just like not <laughs> that. We got amped. left brain. Yeah. L LB, LB, I fucking love LB. You know what I'm saying? It's my best friend. Yeah, come on, man. We can't be disparaging friends of former guests live on the pod. We don't, That's we don't know. If, we don't know if they're friends anymore. They don't. They don't really hang out. I'm sure they're still pals. You think they still hang out? Yeah. They're probably looking for buff net. <laughs> <laughs> say it, dude. Yeah. Mexicans can say it. <laughs> I used to say it, and I had grew up with hella black friends, and then. Uh, I had one black friend that said he was uncomfortable, so I dropped it immediately. That's all it takes. That dude sounds like a bitch. That's kind of my. <laughs> that's my story too, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> He's a white guy. Okay. Listeners that are all straight. Audio. Fucking yeah, it's way different. And bro. I'm Mexican and Filipino, and we both say it. For the, the Filipinos listeners. have been heavily oppressed. They get a slur. They get a slur pass, dude. Yeah, the oppression gives you a slur pass. What's that guy's name? Duterte or or uh, Duarte, Duarte or the, the Duarte sounds right. D the president of the Philippines right now. He's like yeah. a friggin' insane. No, no, I heard he's dictator. not the president anymore. There's a new guy. That's oh. chill. Oh, okay, that's, or that's good. Everyone's well, chill compared to the last guy. President Marcos. It's the son now. So we had a a, a a dictator basically, and he's from Ilocos Norte, which is where my family's from and uh my last name is marcos so president yeah. marcos and i don't know if we're related but i told some filipino are like no you're definitely you're definitely related to president marcos so you need to get segregated because you're an evil motherfucker i don't trust you let me get out of the uber that's a bummer of a last name man god damn yo i hope that the filipinos understand that this dude is not affiliated 
Yo, he's not a hater. Yo, that was just the name that he got when he was created. Yo, I'm glad you did the Filipino impression. Yo, that made this a real great session. Uh, yeah, I need to find a new expression and form. Yeah, I'm not real informed. I'm not real informed unless it comes to porn. And uh, bitch, I'm coming after your daughter with some scorn. Damn. I make her mourn because I destroyed the pussy. RIP to the coochie. Yeah, give me some Gucci now. I'm well informed on the porn, especially the racist type. Yeah, you know me. Yeah, that's where I found my Asian wife. Hey. <laughs> Damn. Dude. Damn. So you were like yelling Oriental or something like that. Uh, What would you type in to get some rate? You know what? Let's not. Yeah, let's not. <laughs> let's not. Let's not. <laughs> Let's go ahead and <laughs> let's drop that. <laughs> I feel um, like Asians aren't using their slur as much. What do you think about Joe Coy? I think he's funny. Uh, he's he's gotten like uh, a lot better than before. You know, like if you watch his special where he went to the Philippines, it was okay. But shout out to my homies that were on there, Andrew Arolfo and Joey Gilla. They, but, oh, they're yeah. dope. But like you wouldn't but, you wouldn't do a fucking hour just talking about the Philippines, right? No, because like that's that's to me what is unfunny and don't get me wrong i i'm palestinian so i fucking think moa mare is really funny whenever he talks about funny but that's the thing he talks about palestine a lot but he makes it funny to all people right he has a hummus riff that is insane that people who aren't palestinian can understand so i think you need to that's important here's my here's my question for you for both of you why are there so many unfunny people doing comedy and why are there unfunny people doing comedy and being successful is it because half of the planet is fucking stupid or is it because it doesn't matter if you're funny if you just get up there and fucking yap for an hour definitely because there's dumb people that's one automatically so they they can't even tell that it's hack or or whatever right absolutely and most of the country is dumb as fuck like a lot half is dumb as fuck so they can easily get yeah see that's like 75 percent. see that's what i mean yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) that that was my original number (laughs) but but i mean if you look at being a comedian everybody wants that if you have a job where you can drink on the job say anything you want and people are going to pay you for it that's why there's so many go to the club there's women yeah i think yeah uh, especially with the everybody wants it the the surgeons the insurgence of, of of podcasts and popularity over the last 10 years people are seeing uh comedians just make a ton of money barely doing anything uh and all that they talk about is being comedians on these podcasts too. Like if 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 you tune into any episode of friggin' Two Bears One Cave or some other shitty California comedian podcast, it's gonna be talking about the previous show or something. And and I think that that like that's a perfect example. Yeah, I literally I want I like Tom Segura as a personality, mm-hmm. but I shut off his special after eight minutes. Damn. Because I felt so bad watching it. Really? Damn. I watched I watched three Cat Williams specials this week. Didn't shut off a single one. Cat's different. Well, yeah. <laughs> right. Cat, you know what's different about him? He's that he's funny. He's oh, yeah. fucking funny. And he's not like... Here's the thing. Tom was, fu- I think, funny before. He had better specials before. And now it's well, Tom just... Tom wants to be like a celebrity now. Exactly. He, he wants so, to be like a streamer. Re- regardless of him specifically. Um well, it's because he's in the Illuminati now, player. Whoa. <laughs> Damn, that's a, that's a decent cat. What do you think about... I like the part where he's like, now what's the definition of a plant? <laughs> I think people forgot what that word means. Yeah. Bro, the, in the in the World War II... Spe- I think his last special was World War, World War III, yeah. where he, his Joe Biden bit, where he's like, Joe Biden is motherfucking 96 years old, bitch. Yeah. And then, he, and then he, the number keeps going up. It's like... That was hilarious. Well, it... it that's the thing. He, I didn't realize that because I didn't. I just watched the spe- the interview that he did with fucking Shay Shay or whatever. What the fuck is going on with Cat Williams being a genius prodigy? I didn't know that. You hear him say that he read three thousand books a year for like five years from the age of eight to twelve. That's cap, right? I was mostly impressed by how he talked about comedy specifically, like. The way that he talked about writing jokes, you could tell that that dude 
respects the craft so much yeah and he takes such offense when people half-ass their comedy and whatnot like he really like he'll he gets people to help him with his like to come up with the perfect joke and all that stuff if you're gonna do some shit you better do it well yo shout out cat williams yo you know that dude is swell uh, i watched that fucking interview on the shay shay shannon sharp yo that dude is not that great but the interview was and that was all because my boy Cat Williams talking crazy, yeah, you know that Cat Williams, yo, you know he's gonna steal the show every time he's on and he does a tight 34. Yeah, I love Cat. Lately, he's been wearing a hat and a do rag. What's up with that? I like the old cat with the perm. New cat's cool, but you know, the old one was superb. Wow. The new one is tight. He's always been hella short, but he's always on the mic. Bussin' uh. jokes, bussin' flows. Yeah, he got the folks in the seats, and he know that he got a boner and it grows. Whoa. Yeah. Damn. No hetero, bro. <laughs> I'm down. Hey, he said a bunch of shit on Gay. the. <laughs> he said a bunch. Gay. <laughs> he has a bunch of shit in the interview where he was like, I like having women around me. And if you hanging out with six dudes, you know, that's cool. But, you know, I like having pretty ladies around me. <laughs> he kept on saying shit like that the whole time. I was just like, hmm, you know, what's wrong with having a couple dudes around? He went off in that interview, man. Like, <laughs> he said some wild shit about a lot of people in, in comedy, which is kind of crazy. Uh, I thought the most egregious thing that uh, came out of that interview was apparently one of... Cedric the Entertainer's main bits on the Kings of Comedy DVD Being stolen, yeah. was stolen from Cat just blatantly. Mm -hmm. That he was doing that bit on BET for years before Cedric came out. And I was like, damn, that is rough. That is harsh. And it took almost 30 years before that to come to light, you know? Yeah. That's crazy. Here's what I understand, dude. Why are there people... Because, like, like you were saying earlier, you know you're funny. Like you're, you make you from your, that time you're a kid, you make people laugh, this and that. I feel the same way. I feel like I always made people laugh. I feel like I'm naturally a funny person. I don't do comedy. I've done, I've tried to do open mics. I just, I go to sleep at fucking 8 p.m. every night. I don't want to, it's too hard. It's very hard. Going back to what you, hang the, on, the question that you had before about why people do comedy, I think that um, it's similar to why you do comedy. It's because their friends are like, Yo, you're so funny. But their friends but, are idiots? Yeah. I think that's I think a lot of people mm -hmm. have friends that are like, yo, you're so funny, you should do comedy when really you should just stick to or make they it, think, making your coworkers laugh. Yeah, or they do they do it themselves. They think that they're funny themselves and their friends don't check them and be like, Yo, honestly, you're not. And the <laughs> people rough. that really love you will tell you where this shit is real. But or that's not. that's the other thing. It's it's subjective. And rare. It's subjective. Like there's yeah. people that I don't think are funny. That are selling out fucking big rooms, theaters, and shit like that. And I'm like, this is embarrassing. But there's all these people that think this is funny. So am I just fucking stupid? Wait, are you talking about Sebastian Maniskilsko? I, I think he's entertaining. <laughs> I, was just, I was going off of your embarrassing line. You, you I don't actually subjective. say that. It's, it's the same thing with music. Like, there's music that, like, you know. Okay, let me go back to what I was saying yeah, about why. Bad. I didn't mean to interrupt you. It's. It's just that I'm bothered by the fact that you could just try long enough and put together an act and then just get away with it. And it's it's so frustrating to me. I'm like, I don't know. I don't even know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah. No, a lot of comedians uh, feel that same way. But I don't. I don't I just don't focus on that shit cuz I'm like I'm I'm worried I'm thinking about my goals, my next move, you know what I mean, my next joke. Uh but if you think that way as a comic, it's like you're you're wasting time, you know what I mean? For sure. Yeah. But I, I do get again, I totally understand and from time to time I'd be like, "What the fuck is that?" and I turn into like a old bitter man. But then I'm like, eh, who gives a fuck? They're doing. I'm yeah. trying to talk about who's funny or who. What's my next joke? For like, sure. Yeah. You know yeah. What I mean? No, I guess since I'm sort of outside of comedy, like this is technically a comedy podcast or it's a, a podcast that attempts humor. But um, being outside of it and seeing so much shit that I just believe is unentertaining. Yeah. And, and I feel so. I feel so nervous when I turn on a special. Mm -hmm. I'm like, fuck. Here we go. Right. And I'm at a point now where I only watch specials 
from like six dudes who I trust. It's like Louis, Burr, Cat, uh, fucking Shane Gillis, a few other dudes. And then the other ones, I'm like, I don't know if I, I don't know if I have the emotional maturity to endure shutting this off. Are you guys familiar with that um, mur- murderer comedian who was on Kill Tony like a couple years ago? Nah. Yeah. So <laughs> I was just I was I was listening to a, a, a true crime YouTube video on the drive down from San Diego this morning. And I was familiar with this story before. But this this lady, she's like a clinical psychologist. She used to date Drew Carey. Um, so I guess she's in the Hollywood circles. And I guess 10 years prior, she dated this dude who was kind of a psycho. He also considered himself a funny guy. And he uh, was a joke writer and whatnot. And um, he was on Kill Tony just like a week before going on Kill Tony before I kill my ex-girlfriend you know me I'm over here doing this shit super dirty I'm a murderer and also I'm into comedy uh. Whoa, mad respect I wish I ever had the balls to kill my ex Yo, cause that fucking was a dumb bitch <laughs> And yeah, and everyone before her was as well Yeah, fuck my ex I'm doing better than all of them, man And her breasts were kinda nice And I miss okay, them a little bit tough, So yeah. let's cuddle Man, fuck that. I'm about to go eat some truffles. It's a bummer Ooh. thinking about my ex's breasts. Yo, <laughs> they were the best in the West. It's time for me to maybe go beat off thinking about them and then I'll cry and drink a bunch of gin. When I think <laughs> about my ex's big boobs, it entices me to make moves <laughs> on my little dude. Inspirational titties. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, dude. It's inspiring tits. It's like better than Tony Robbins. It's, it's looking at tits. Tony Robbins probably likes some weird porn. But okay, so this guy, uh, he, he murders his ex-girlfriend and he gets arrested for it. There was like security footage of him doing it. And he's on the jail phone talking to his homies. And his friends are taking it way too lightly. Like, they're just like, yeah, man, I guess you're going to prison for the rest of your life. That's so crazy. Like, sometimes you got to kill a bitch. <laughs> yeah, it was it was literally that kind of shit. Um, Damn. And, and he was like, listen, I have a joke book that you can sell. Like, he was so proud of his own jokes that he's written. And then he he says one for them on over the prison phone. He's like, yeah, well, one of the jokes is like this. Uh, um uh, uh, what's it called when when she gives you an STD or no, no no what's it called when like she pees on you or something and and the punchline was her pees and that was what he used that was what he used to sell this book to his friend over the prison phone he's like you can you can make a killing selling these books okay let me pick you back off this jokes. do you need to be delusional Damn. to push to push through in comedy absolutely <laughs> you can't make it in comedy unless you're delusional because if you're spending a year and you go okay tonight i'm gonna drive an hour to this show and they're gonna give me a drink ticket and ten dollars and you go oh i'm on my way to being successful no, you would you would absolutely quit right then and there. Yeah, yeah. You gotta, and like you, new comics will tell me like, oh, I'm doing this show, and then they'd be like, how much does it pay? And I'm like, twenty bucks. And they're like, oh, they better pay me. And I'm like, you just started, you schmuck ass. You're not entitled <laughs> right. to you're lucky, anything. You're lucky you're not paying Yo, to play. Tell yeah. them tell them about the lady we reached out to a couple weeks ago. Oh, you might have fucking seen this lady. Um, some, we don't have to drop her name or anything. Okay, uh, <laughs> she does. She does a lot of. She does a lot of bits about being Jewish. Mm. It, it, a lot of Jewish comedy, and I and you know she's not huge. Like she has some followers, but like she's she's like around my range of following mm-hmm. online at least. But it's I think she's working. Like she gets paid to perform at L.A. clubs. Um, and I was just like, we've been getting people on that are more reputable. And I was like, this seems like a similar lateral collaboration that would benefit her to an extent. Um, and I was like, yo, this is the show. We'd love to have. She also does music. Nice. So it's a perfect, like, over funny music is a kind of our, our genre. Yeah. And um, I send a paragraph, like a chunky paragraph, like kind of putting my. Real chunky. Putting my heart out there. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could yeah. fucking hear the honesty and genuineness in my shit and she goes what's the rate bruh like like i get wanting to get paid be like hey i really thanks for reaching out 
I checked out your your page. Looks interesting. Um, uh, I'm curious if there's a budget for exactly, the show for yeah. travel or but something like, like that. You the, know, the disrespect to be like, what's the rate? Right. Like to not even acknowledge me with a fucking like he's friggin' Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. Like fucking time. if you if the if the question is what's the rate, I would have talked about the rate. Right. If there was a rate, I would have incentivized you in the original meshes by being like, we'll pay you $200, whatever. And honestly, if she had been like, could you at least throw me 50 bucks or something like that? I would have considered it. Yeah. We've paid for Ubers before. And we pay, we pay for like bottles. Like I've, I've bought bottles to incentivize people like, hey, thanks for coming out. That's why I asked you. I was like, what are you guys drinking? I would have got a fucking 12 pack or a bottle or whatever. Because I'm trying to make people have a good experience. Right. But um, it's just the fact that now she missed out on what could have potentially been a fun experience. She would have got some content. Like, I'm going to edit yeah, a couple videos for, sure. for you. And they're going to look better than this, better than the stupid fucking videos that you've been posting. <laughs> that some dumb friend of yours has been editing in Final Cut Pro. Like, literally, you would have benefited... Your page would have increased in, in quality yeah. by participating in this thing. And instead, you're like, what's the rate? <laughs> Plus, she's not even fucking funny. I was just like, hey, I was like, oh, this this person. Therein is the the underlying issue is we got to stop reaching out to people who aren't funny. I, I need the lighter, actually. I don't, oh, I don't know why I'm passing this to you. Here's my problem, dude. And I think you probably understand this. There are people that n might not be great acts, but they're great people. And you're you like them. There are, to David's point, it's an interesting phenomenon when I see comedians who are better when they're on a podcast than when they're doing a tight five at the fucking stand-up cellar. Well, yeah, because, like, shit sounds funny in your head, and then you write it down, and then you say it, and you see people frown, and you're like, oh, shit, I think I'm dumb just loud. I'm dumb just loud, just like this weed. Nah, fuck this, I'm out Fuck this stage and this producer too They came through cause they see me on YouTube oh. Doing tongue food to your girlfriend <laughs> Tongue I had that bitch in a whirlwind Tongue food, I'm a dumb fool Yeah, you should come through I'll show you that, yo I'll make you eat some new doles Right here, yo I'm a troll Every time I spit, yo It comes from the soul It's something that happens also In the music uh, department, bro People's flows ain't that dope, but you like them. You're like, you don't, and you invite them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pe comics get, a, a lot of people get entitlement very, very quickly from like nothing. Um, sometimes you work with comics and they could be like not even established. Like you said, that's a perfect example right there. But then you can have on the other end of the spectrum, Somebody like, I don't know, Anthony J.R. de Guzman or like uh, my boy Kojo. Like these are people with over 300,000 followers and I'll DM them or text them and they'll get back in less than a minute. And they'll be the same type of person that would be like, take my room, bro. And I'm like, no, I'll sleep on the couch. No, no, no. I promise you, take my room, please. Like that type of person. So, yeah, no, yeah, you, it's people that forget what they went through. And then there's others that are like, no, I remember. And I like you know, that shit. That's yeah. cool. Uh, being able to help out like they, they're also probably used to getting the nice room you know they can handle a, a night and let let the the homie do, take it for the okay evening. you know what the, the other thing is is too that i think the internet has catered this sense of entitlement because there's this potential virality from any fucking lunatic that puts out something that engages oh, people yeah. via social media yeah. so you you all of a sudden think Oh, I don't gotta learn new skills. That was another thing I was right. watching on the drive down from San Diego today. A little mini documentary about uh, 15 minutes of fame and how it affects people and what they do to try and like capitalize on it. They use the Island Boys as a as a pretty big example. <laughs> how like th they got famous off of that shitty song in the hot tub, <laughs> yeah. and now literally in order to maintain that, they have to make out. They have to kiss each That's other boring. and God, do incest man. only fans and shit. That's that's so dark. That is, I mean, those dudes are also like mentally disabled. Yeah, they're you retarded. For you sure. can like see it. You can see it on their face. <laughs> yeah, you look in their eyes yeah. and there's nothing behind those eyes. <laughs> yeah. it's just uh, what's the Australian comedy scene look like? Um, it's actually not bad. Like, um, I'm not like up there just yet. I'm still like, yeah, you're working. working. Yeah. That's why you're on this pod. <laughs> Otherwise we wouldn't have been able to get you. Yeah. If not, you would have, if not, you would have been like, Hey, what's the rate? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it's not bad. That's all I can say about it. 
Okay. Well, um, are you? Do you have like enough opportunity to get on stage? Or oh yeah, it, for sure. Okay. There's more rooms opening up at the moment, so. I feel like a lot of big acts from the U.S. are going over there and fucking doing a bunch of shows. So it's like creating this sort of uh, environment over there. And also the internet. There, there's like an Australian Ricky Gervais, right? I can't remember his name right now, but there's like a the guy, right, for Australia. It's not Jim Jeffries. Comedy. I guess yeah, you could say Jim. Isn't Jim Jeffries from England though? Am I wrong? I thought no, no, he's, he's Australian. Oh, that's so weird. Okay, but there's another guy that isn't Jim Jeffries. I know Jim Jeffries, but I can't remember his name. Carl Barron. That might be it. Is he an older dude? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's it. Does he do a good Russell Crowe impression? <laughs> that's where I heard him from. Sure. He's got a bit where he does an impression of. That's the only thing I know about him. I was I was like, kind of uh, trying to do a. I was trying to learn how to do a Russell Crowe impression. Yeah. And so I was looking up other impressions because that's how you get an impression. Someone else has already cracked it. You know what I mean? So Russell then, then Crowe, that'd be hot. Yeah, right. Because you got to do. It's almost like. You got to do Jason Statham, but then also with an Australian you would accent. Have, I, I would just yeah. be doing Gladiator. You know what I'm saying? Like if mm. I if I attempted a no, but but that's not it. You got to you're trying to do Russell Crowe. You're not trying to do uh, whatever his name. I'm not was saying I'd be doing the best one. I'm saying that would be my strategy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wish I could. What uh, um, what's better about Australia than here? Like, why should people leave America to go to Australia? The weather. Sell me Australia. Really? Yeah. What about what about you? Fucking in Long Beach right now? What are you talking about? The weather's been kind of shit today, though, Loki. Yeah. The beaches. The bitches. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Like the that. beach. Well, the, beach. the beaches. Uh, <laughs> the beaches are some of the best in the world, for real. Uh, I believe that. And, and the bitches. I mean, okay. Yeah. Beaches and bitches. I've always wanted to go to oh Australia. I, 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 I actually <laughs> almost went to college in Australia. Um, I used oh, to. Tell them. Tell them I, the al- truth. I almost went to Hillsong College in Australia. Hillsong. Yeah. Where is that? Hillsong is you a, obviously weren't brainwashed as yeah, a child. Hillsong is a Christian <laughs> university. Oh, in anybody, Australia anybody where. listening to this who has ever been involved in any type of modern Christianity that has been Westernized has listened to Hillsong music. Hillsong has basically written every modern hymn that you've this, ever heard. This church <laughs> is like super like fucking fundamentalist, but they're very modern, and so they started paying like professional musicians to write music, and then they basically make pop hits but instead of being about you know love it's about the love of christ mm. yeah i'm feeling nice Damn. when i'm on my knees praying okay. to the holy spirit yeah the trinity yeah i'm eating cheese in front of a priest yo shout out god that dude is hella ripped i love oh, god. god yo yeah you know he's on that tip mm. um shout out god you know i love that dude yeah, I don't want to be rude, yo. Shout out God, that's true. Uh. Shout out God, that's true. I'm on my way, come through. Yeah, the Lord is in me, and that's my destiny. Because <laughs> I got to pray on my knees. Nothing in my life is incomplete because no, 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 of no. you, God. I really thought that you were going to do your Drake impression. <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling real good during the session. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Did I mention? Go ahead. <laughs> Damn. Smoking lead. <laughs> we'll get it on the next one. <laughs> All right, we'll go Drake. The next, on the next thing next that's one. even remotely Drake. No, <laughs> that, that, that was the one. It's oh, okay, okay. My <laughs> that bad. sounded like no, a no, Drake. No, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, I'm just playing. Oh uh, Lord, <laughs> that's good. That's go. good. Damn. All right, we'll get it. We'll get it. Who else sounded like this? All right, let's go. That, that kind of sounded time. like the game. <laughs> I don't know about that. Okay. Although the game and Drake do have a really good song together. I like that. Um, Kim? No, no. No, uh, 100. 100. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Eight less than nine to, eight more than nine to two. They do some math. Keep it 100. <laughs> yeah. Um, what is uh, coming up for, for you in, in, in comedy or like what are things that you're like excited about that you're doing that you're working on? Like what's the positivity and, and hope for the future? Um, so I'm just starting to just starting to properly headline where the club is like, all right. So there's a different when you first start comedy. The first few years, it could you're be eating a, a bag long of dicks. time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're eating dicks and then you eat less dicks and then you stop and you get okay, you get nice with it, and then you start getting paid, and then you're funny, and then you get to the business part. I'm entering the business. Are part. you are you self managed? Yeah, yeah. I think that's okay for now. Yeah, it's okay for now because they're they're just gonna take a cut if you get a manager or agent. No, no, people used to have managers and agents because they didn't have fucking Instagram, right? And now you can just react to fucking content and sell tickets. 
Yeah, but that's the hard part is if you're trying to sell tickets everywhere. So, you know, I, I went to Arizona, headline, San Jose Improv, I'm headlining in April, Sacramento headline. So it's different when they're like, all right, you're the face now, and we're counting on your fans to pull up and them to oh, buy tickets. So the pressure of the profitability of the club is on. Right. We're talking about five shows where you're talking about 300-seat venue for five shows. So 5, 10, 15. You're talking about moving 1,500 tickets. So and you're, if you you're, don't, you look like a fucking idiot. So you're are desperately you, making content. And now, do you get to pick who you're uh, performing with? Like, do you reach out to people and be like, hey, can we do this show together? And yeah, that's the or, cool part. When you get to that level where yeah. you're the headliner, you get to call the shots now. You could book whoever you want as your opener. Yeah, okay. Uh, that, then, you know, that, that helps with getting people so, in the seats. So is Yetta, is Yetta opening? Um, I don't even live here. <laughs> <laughs> but he could, of course. Yeah, Have yeah. you done some sets since you've been on the mainland? Um, I had a chance to do one in Nashville, but I flaked. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, why? What would Being you... a little bitch. No, Is that yeah, why? Exactly. Bro, <laughs> I, there's this place in L.A. in fucking Hollywood called Fourth Wall Comedy where you can pay five bucks to get on. And they'll let you film. They'll let you do whatever. <laughs> yep, that's so where I bombed. I've, nice. I've, I, my first time it went pretty well actually. Nice. First I time, was surprised. I, fucking I, Alex saw it happen. I was like, I'm definitely gonna do better than David, and he smoked me. <laughs> it's, it, it was a fucking story, and I had a couple of fucking tags in there, so the, it, the story went well. But other times I've gone and just bombed, and um, I forgot what the fuck I was saying. Oh, there was one time where I pulled up and didn't want to do it so bad and i turned around and was like walking back to my car just like i don't want to endure this suffering <laughs> it's like like going to the gym yeah. But instead of just working out, all these people are watching you and you're yeah. shirtless. Yeah. It's, it's like, it, that's how it feels like. And then I was like, no, I need to do this. And I went back and it was some, the saddest hour I've ever experienced. Damn. <laughs> Even though I, I felt proud of myself for turning around and going back, it was like a two in the afternoon mic. Ugh. All these people who are unemployed are over here like being not funny. Yeah. One guy was funny. That means that's guaranteed it's only comics in that room. Did you yeah, do right? one hour, you said? No, no. I did no. fucking <laughs> 10 minutes. Yeah, like, there's, no, a no. Hour, there's an hour slot. And oh, in that yeah, slot, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. where people perform. Yeah. yeah, and you have to support all these other people. And I did... I did fine. It wasn't like incredible, but I it wasn't like completely humiliating. Um, but because of that, I... I remember there was a, a period of time where, I, where we moved to L.A. And I was like, that's it. I'm doing this. And then I consciously was like, nah, just just do the music thing. <laughs> because you could do music in the afternoon by yourself in your house. And you don't. I, I'm very like I've talked shit about bad comedy. But I, I obviously respect the people that are willing to endure and get up there and it, because it's fucking grueling so it's it's and it's worse if you're bad like so there's even more reason to respect bad comedians it's the they have to get up there every single night and bomb and just be <laughs> terrible and endure just the silence oh yeah and the obviously fake mutterings of encouragement so with with the headlining you feel like the pressure is on to to sell tickets like uh is collaborating with a a, a decent opener that has a decent following something that is helpful with that i feel like that's got to be the move yeah it's a good move it's a smart tactic obviously like my boy jack uh, <laughs> shout out to my boy jack he does that shit he collabs with steven from milpitas and that works you bitch yeah <laughs> shout out jack Ooh. not the samurai Ooh. yeah i'm feeling fine smoking on the grass yeah i pop up pass Never went to class because my IQ was ass. It was bad. Shout out Jack, that's my connect. He's not hacked. Shout yo. out. I go over <laughs> here and I make him laugh, and that's a fact, bro. That's a fact, yeah. Drake is back on uh, young uh. money. About to get in that ass. <laughs> oh, yeah. Shout out to Smart Water. I'm drinking that shit. I'ma go harder. I go harder off the Smart Water. Smart Water. With your daughter. Every beat of slaughter. Yeah, shout out my all my water. Water. Actually, I'd usually drink a Sancha, so fucking chill out, dude. Nice. All right. <laughs> we don't need to bring up alkaline beef. Yeah, no, that's the dumbest thing to have a loyalty to a water. I thought that would be funny. Obviously, it wasn't. Um, yeah, Jack, Jack Jr. Jack Jr. is the son of the owner of the comedy club, of the Haha ha Club. 
okay. in North Hollywood. Yep. And he brought Steven, who does those videos, tips from the ER. Okay. And he has like a million followers. So he brought him as his opener. They shared their fans together. Yep. He laced them up on how to do, you know, better comedy when he started. And yeah, so now Jack's doing well. He's yeah. How do you works. how do you feel about people who become successful online shifting into comedy? Like do you think they it's hilarious. Are, okay. Is it well I heard, what I've heard is that they can sell a first round of tickets and then it's so bad that they can't get people to come back. That's the main downside. But also that you're putting yourself out there at a very low skill level. Like you're a person who's been doing comedy fucking ten years, they get up there and they know what they're doing at, at least. Whereas you're doing skits on your phone and now you sell a bunch of tickets. Like, what about, I think those people, and this is just my opinion, should be doing a different kind of show and not doing comedy. Like, what they what could be doing like a who's line? What could we do? What could, what, what could we do live that would make it not embarrassing because we, for some reason, think we have to do comedy? Like, how could we do something live it, yeah you could do like a live podcast yeah, a and yeah. a it would just a meet be and greet. Yeah. yeah but for them to try stand up and then they don't, they have no respect for the craft it's, it's just hilarious and it's terrible and they learn their lesson but they should like you said that's the best way to do it is do something else because you're gonna suck unless you actually try that's different but even then i would work on my stand-up work on my stand-up and then invite your fans to the show because you don't want to okay. look like an idiot so instead of like going for a cash grab and start selling tickets immediately you you're like all right let me start practicing let me start getting better yeah so like there's a perfect example my boy connor he he's uh he's a canada canada guy and he has these viral videos doing the one-up guy he plays this character okay where he's like oh you bought a new car oh interesting and he acts like he's using a napkin to wipe his mouth he's like oh Oh, oh, it's a used car. Oh, so that's not a new car. Okay, so it's used. Okay, so did you get like from the junkyard or? Uh, Cheryl, what did we get? We got a, a, a Ferrari. That's right. Oh, that thing must have cost me. Let me see. He just does this condescending character. Viral, viral, viral. And I, I hit him up. I was like, yo, are you going to do stand-up? And he was like, yeah, I've actually just started, man. And like, he hasn't invited his fans to that shit. He's respecting the craft. He's going to the I shitty see. open mics. And then when it's time... He'll invite them. And I told him, when you're ready, you can come out to Cali and we'll, we'll tour together. The problem is really just like monetizing that virality somehow. Right. And I think that's what pressures people into throwing stand-up shows immediately. They're mm -hmm. like, I need to get this bag real quick. Mm -hmm. But realistically, you should just... I think somebody who builds a viral fan base should just fucking throw on that subscription button on Instagram and be like, all right, here you go. And then yeah. I'll, do, I'll do an extra video a week. Just for you guys. Yeah. And, and then do stand up properly for a couple years. Because I feel like if you have a fan base, it might not take 10 years. Because right. now you get to speak to people who already respect you. Maybe you won't be as good because you don't endure and suffer. Yeah. But I feel like you get to skip just a few steps. Yeah. I think they should just do whatever got them there. If they could find a way to translate that into a live show, then you'll be golden. That's what they came to see. So if you give them what they wanted, you're going to yeah. be golden. Like Miranda Sings. Oh yeah, <laughs> that, that ukulele song was was fire. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I I have hopes and dreams of one day doing this live. I just don't understand how we would just talk to each other and not acknowledge these people. That's the thing. I think it would actually um, there would be an element to it that we would just have to get up and do it. We'd say screw it. We'd be up there with the motherfucking microphones oh. doing that shit. And we'd be like already knowing they like dumb. Okay, so if they like us, then I won't feel so lame. No. I'd be like, hey, no. thanks for coming out today. Uh, and by coming out, I don't mean being gay. Oh, yeah, that slays. Uh, yeah, I ain't never play when it comes to this freestyle thing. This freestyle thing is nice, especially when you include the crowd. Like, look at my Asian homie. I bet you he uh, likes yeah. rice. Crowd work. Chicken adobo, look at my flow though. We gotta go, bro. I'm about to go pick up my sandwich at Togo's. I gotta get some more though. Yo, I gotta work on my crowd work, or else I'ma look like a jerk. Ooh. I'm gonna see someone and just immediately let it all spurt oh, out yeah. my mouth. Are you guys work. together? Oh yeah. Uh, what do you do for work? <laughs> uh, yeah, you. Uh -huh. 
I'd be like, oh, are you guys together? What are you, gay? <laughs> you could do some Harry Mack shit where you include the audience. So Bro. you can have the audience give you things to freestyle about. He's a big fan. It's so important to me that you brought up Harry Mack right now because I hashtag Harry Mack in every video that we post. Yeah. Because there is no one else that I can think of that is actually freestyling. Yeah. Um, to that level. But he's doing it. He's being more serious. Um, and he's like demonstrating that it's off the top by incorporating the person. And he obviously has like a formula that where he's like, okay, tell me something. And now I think of the word that rhymes with it. And then I say that word first. And then I reveal the rhyme that you suggested at, because I already have like a setup thing. But he, there's this viral video of Harry recently where he shows you how he can change the rhyme from landing on which bar of the rhythm. Mm. So he rhymes with the first of each uh, four, and then he rhymes with the second of each. It's an ins- I'm going to link the video in the description. Stop watching the show and go watch Harry Mag. No, no I'm kidding. Um, More like Harry Sack. So hell yeah, he's yeah, got a he's got big balls on that move for sure. <laughs> he doesn't shave. What do you what do you think is the move when it comes to uh, getting an agent or a manager, or do you think you're just going to be independent? I feel like in comedy, people aren't independent usually. Yeah, I think I'm just trying to keep my head down and get as good as I can. And then, like I noticed in the early years for me too, is like I would make the mistake of like reaching out to get this, 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 and this. But if you could just keep your head down and just craft, 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 a manager will come, an agent will come, your tour will come, you'll you'll get the colleges, the cruise ships, and you'll make like, a lot of money. I feel like when they come, you don't need them. Like exactly. I feel like exactly. they came because you have something that they can take from you. Yeah, it's usually not that they can improve. Your shit at that point, you usually have a monetizable asset. And because you have the resource of the internet, you could just get the bag fully for yourself. You could hire your own dudes. Mm-hmm. You'd be like, fucking Yetta now is going to answer your emails or whatever. But you know what I'm saying? You don't need fucking, I don't know. I, I see people doing music being independent much more because of streaming revenue. Mm-hmm. So if you get a million streams, it's like $4,000 a month. Um, you don't even need to do shows at that point. Yeah. Um, and, f- and 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 saying fuck a record deal, fuck a label, because let me just keep all the money. Before that, I think we need to get some coasters that are actually soft, because I just saw Yetta ever so gingerly <laughs> put his, his cup down, so so not to make any noise whatsoever. We, and I appreciate that's that. Very thoughtful, but dude. you know what? Maybe we need to take that into account and get on some soft ass coasters for on our a, table. An American black man would have slammed that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, velvety one, um, suede. What's what's the what's the next show coming up, or or what what's happening that you want the people to go check out? Uh, well, I'm going back to Australia on Tuesday to go do my show. Uh, Too horny to be famous. Damn, and, uh, we have like two percent fan base in Australia based on the analytics. So, the two of you. Yeah, Perth, Perth Fringe, Adelaide Fringe. Uh, I'll be there the whole time, two months, and then I'm gonna go tour in Southeast Yo, Asia. I have a really good impression. It's Perth Vader. I'm your father. That's it. That's pretty right. good. <laughs> That's pretty good. Let that me, is pretty good. Let me shout you out some beats really quick because those dudes fucking did a pretty good job this week. Oh, Some yeah. would say I did a good job because I located them. You didn't make the beats. Whatever. I lined them up. I'm like the DJ. Loyalty by Grado Cero. Ain't Easy by Mabs. Message by Piper Beats. Dealt With by Lethal Needle. Ghost by Gap Beats. Sky High by Lex Factor. Mission Bay by Player Beats. True Religion by Manuel. Blue by Bailey Daniel. Nothing Else Matters by CDs. Cannot Stop by Slaughter Beats. Break the Rules by 18. Follow these guys. I'm going to put the links in the description. Go to uh, patreon.com forward slash Dome of Banfomania if you want to get early access to episodes and just support the show. Like and subscribe on YouTube. Leave a comment. Whatever. And um, hell yeah. Go fucking watch Frankie in, in Southeast Asia and Australia. And what San about Jose you? San Jose Improv. April, 20, April 24th. San Jose Improv headlining. San Jose Improv in April. I'm, I'm hoping we're going to chop up some clips and then fucking we're gonna go super viral and then frankie's gonna be headlining theaters how about you yeti you got anything uh, the listeners should look out for don't look out don't look out okay <laughs> us on, forget I, he was on here <laughs> i frankie was like um or i'm gonna have my homie come with and i was like yeah for sure send me his instagram <laughs> and fucking yetta has four posts <laughs> oh, okay so he's low-key he said it on he the said DL. fuck marketing <laughs> <laughs> i'm a dumb <laughs> I'm gonna do comedy on the beach in Australia. Hell yeah, <laughs> hell yeah. Well, we well yeah. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, you guys. we appreciate you guys being on. We know it's far from where you were at, so we, we appreciate it. Oh, it's all good. Thanks for having me, man. Thank you. We'll see you next week, folks. Whoop.